God. Wait, Sam, what were you saying now? I don't know. No, about the bidet. Just start the fucking thing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, you. So we just had Ryan on, and you made you made an off color joke to me about the bidet. Yeah. You well, said, "What is your ass?" What did you say? Is your ass in a bidet? Is this giving you a hot intro or something? Is that what you're saying? No, no. We're we're right right now. We're recording. Hang on, Sam. Sam, we're about to record a wrestling podcast. Yeah, but this little chunk here is the intro for this week's regular podcast episode. So, what were you saying now? Good. Just real quick, you said I had my what? I, you were you were being very. Uh, you were. <laughs> what did you say? What I said was, I'm not. I can't. Ref- I can't verbatim repeat it. But what I said is, you're, you're, you're because you have an issue. Where you, you literally go. To, I've seen you go to the bathroom seven or eight times in one hour. I've seen you like during a break when we used to do this show, like take three shits in six minutes. I've seen you do this. So because you spend so many hours on the toilet in a given day, you need more than just toilet paper. That at some point it goes beyond just regular wipes. You need to have some kind of aid in there. So you you need a bidet, and that's fine. But what you've done is, out of your embarrassment, you've tried to shame all of us who just go on a normal schedule one or two times a day. We have mud butt. So, we yeah, you think, you think honestly, Sam, you think it's cool we to like, have mud butt? We like mud butt. We like dirty asses. That's just not true. <laughs> you can go once a day, wipe your ass like a normal human being, and be fine. If I went 40 times a day, you're damn right I'd have a fucking bidet. I'd have more than a bidet. I'd have wipes of a bidet. I'd have all kinds of shit. I'd also probably, like, go talk to a fucking doctor, too. I'd do that, too. So you're happy with mud butt? <clears throat> Sam? Next. No, really. Are you next? <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you, politician? Next. <laughs> I said my piece on it. I mean, I don't know what else you want. No, I'm saying, though, like, you think it's cool to have mud butt? You missed out because he's... He's been on this rag for like three days on another text chain, like shaming all of us who don't use bidet. <laughs> it's often it's even a discussion, like we, you know, it's like like Abe has Abe wants to everybody's like wiping habit. It's often it's even a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys use bidets or wipes? <laughs> well, who does that? No, but Sam, Sam, and and could you just explain? Because we're okay, so we're about to record. And by the way, if you're listening to this right now. The first episode of Vince Please Stealer Ideas, a wrestling podcast, is now available. Just if you subscribe to this podcast, you'll also get that. But Sam, could you just quickly explain? I just explained it. No, 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 no. Could you explain <laughs> the way the way I asked you to be on the wrestling podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, so you had an idea. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've been thinking about this idea for weeks or just like came into your mind like twenty four hours ago. But you had an idea about doing a wrestling podcast, and I almost think, I think you came up with a good name for wrestling podcast to do, like, I need to have a podcast to go with this name. That's what I think really happened. You sent this really fucked up, like, graphic. It was all off-center and, like... But I've corrected it since. It was all wrong. Like, it was, like, it was, it was, there was, like, an apostrophe in there somewhere, <laughs> like, of the logo. And it was a good, it was a good name and a, and a good logo, but it was really bad. You know, like, we should do a wrestling podcast. And I was like, mm, okay, maybe. And there were some people on this text thread, and some people seemed like they were like kind of like warm to the idea. Da- we're talking but about I Danny Goggins. Like, I just feel like you'd be like planning it, and it might, you know, maybe in a month. You're like, okay, do you guys want to come over tomorrow morning and we'll record? <laughs> and I was, and this, this was like 6 p.m. last night. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, first of all, Danny Gaga lives like an hour and a half away. You know, and it's like, you have to kind of like when you propose these things, we have to like give them some time. Like we're gonna, you know, I want to do it in a few weeks. We'll talk about it. You're like, let's do it tomorrow. So obviously, everyone's like, <laughs> so, so we had plans to do the normal podcast today. So at like twelve, you texted me and you're like, okay, could you still do the podcast today? And I was like, sure. You're like, okay, can we do it in five minutes? And I was like, no, we can't do it in five minutes. You're like, well, when can you do it? I said, evening. You said, give me a time. I said, 6.30. And then I you said, okay. <laughs> then like five minutes later, you're like, we're not doing the podcast. We're doing the wrestling podcast. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Whatever. 
I just do what you ask. I mean, whatever you tell me to do, I'll just, I just do it. I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I don't know what... Because for all I know, you would have texted me five minutes later and said, oh, we're going to actually do a podcast about, like, cheeseburgers. <laughs> or, like, oh, by the I way, like, speaking of cheeseburgers, podcast. The Slob Show, another new podcast yeah. available yeah. now. I mean, I don't know from moment to moment what you're thinking. <laughs> so, like, I know everything is always in flux. <laughs> So I said, whatever. So I, I, I wasn't certain we were even going to do this. Tonight. I thought that maybe you were going to pull the plug at 629 and say, oh, we're just going to do the regular one and we're going to do a feature with bass or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I really never know. A feature. <laughs> I think what really happened was I, I, I know we had planned to do the regular podcast. What kind of feature they going to do with bass? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like something about... I guess like I don't, it's either going to be like Ocheval or like I don't know. <laughs> oh but I guess I'm guessing maybe Bass couldn't do it. Bass probably said he had to like go to Kmart or something. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> me and you, and luckily, well, luckily Ryan said he had some free time tonight, so he's here with yeah. us too. Uh, but. But yeah, I mean, and who knows, right? If you would, if you wouldn't have made that suggestion, it might have been me and Abe doing a podcast about cheeseburgers. Who knows? <laughs> no, no, Sam, <laughs> we we really had it know. locked in. We we actually had in the wrestling podcast locked in, and then Ryan just volunteered. He said, "Hey, I'm available." Yeah. What, got, what got me mad? Well, so what got? I think what you're doing. What got me mad was we were all texting, and you're like, "Oh, Sam, <laughs> thirty tonight," and that was so like out of context, like with what really happened. No, I said I was I negotiating was with your agents all last night to try to make no, this you happen. Can't just, you can't ask me to do it at 12.08 and then say, okay, we're doing it at 12.10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you <some> leave time. <laughs> My God. Oh. Well, anyways, I don't know if you're yeah, listening to okay. this right now, if you're a wrestling fan, Vince, please steal our ideas. It's a wrestling podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. And, yeah, listen to that now. And now we'll, we'll continue now with the regular podcast. Yo. What up? Hi, Abe. So you just heard Sam going off on me. We we recorded a new podcast. So we recorded two new podcasts this week. Not two new episodes of this. This is our main podcast. The OG, as one would say. <laughs> so this is the podcast with Sam, Bass, and myself. Sam's not on. You just heard him. He's at the airport picking up his wife. That's why he couldn't come on right now. But we just recorded a wrestling podcast called Vince please steal our ideas and it's it's already I'm not just saying this it's already the premier wrestling podcast there is <laughs> you'll like it I think you'll even like it base even if you don't like wrestling I think you'll like it well here's the I did like wrestling when I was a little fella yeah so I think anyone would like it so that's a new podcast that's out if you subscribe to this podcast you'll automatically get all these other podcasts. But I'm also putting them on iTunes separate, so you could just subscribe to them if you'd like, because I'm sure there's going to be people who only like those podcasts. If you don't like those podcasts on this stream, let me know, and I'll just take them off, and I'll just put them on those other streams exclusively. But I figure if I put them on this stream, everyone can get everything. If you don't want to listen to it, you just don't listen to it. It doesn't. It's, like it, it's not like iTunes forces you to listen to anything. I would love to be on that podcast just to talk about old school wrestling with you guys. Well, base, come on next episode. Like, who is your first wrestling guy that you ever owned? Wrestling toy? Yeah. Uh, well, I had those rubber ones. I had like, yeah, everybody was it Hulk Hogan and the Iron guy. Sheik? Right, they came together. I had uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. That was an awesome one. That was my first one, and then after that, I got Hogan and Macho Man. The Macho Man was awesome. It was awesome. But then I got like three different Tito Santanas, and that was really weird. <laughs> but I will say this: I also got Mean Gene Okerlund, and that was probably like the start of my radio career because I used to interview dudes like before they like went to go wrestle. And my brother and my parents would walk by, and I'm like doing a full out like interview with guys on like my bed. Well, everyone used to that. Like I used to sing the songs. Like Me when too. when Hulk Hogan would wrestle, I'd be like, "When it comes crashing down," and- me too. And I would do the uh, <laughs> I would do the crowd sound. I go. Ah. <laughs> so, anyways, like, I did, all that I did play by play and everything. We did everything. We did commentary the whole match. Sam and I would lay on the ground. We would do commentary. We would each have our own set of wrestlers. 
We, this is probably stuff we should talk about on the events police stealer idea. That's even more. That's even more interesting because I just did it by myself. You at least had somebody else. You like just my brother and I. We wrestled like we would like pretend to wrestle, and then I would like jump off a ledge, and he would have, he'd be like sandwiched between like couch cushions, and I would do like leg drops and the Jimmy Fly Snooker stuff. But then, like, I had the giant wrestling ring in my my own room, and I would just wrestle for hours. Oh yeah, we did that too. But when I was I alone, remember, I would do I it too. I, I special ordered a steel cage. I was so excited when that thing came. <laughs> but it was so annoying because then my arms had to go over the steel cage, and my arms kept getting tired. But I stopped having steel cage matches. <laughs> that's true. That's that, that's absolutely true. Right? I had that. It was, like, yeah. it was a pain in the ass to put it on. And then once you got it on, you're like, oh, God, my arms have to like go over this thing. And then you had the, the WCW guys that came out, and they didn't move. So you would have yeah, like sting. And they, were, they were always like different sized guys because I would always have like those large rubber like the, the uh, what was the lumberjack guy named the hillbilly? What hillbilly? I had Jim? The hillbilly guy. And then I have like you know Ric Flair who was like three inches tall. Well, if you remember, like when we were I don't know, whatever age, uh, God, ten maybe. Nine, fourth, fifth grade. They had the yeah. wrestlers that came out, and then WCW released just plastic ones that didn't move. The WWE ones, the arms moved a little bit and stuff. Yeah. So when you would have Sting wrestle the Ultimate Warrior or something, it Sting was in one pose. Like like Lex Luger was only in the pose where he was flexing. So you couldn't yeah. you couldn't do much with him. So you would automatically yeah. make him a loser just but because the old that, old school ones where you have like the the Freebirds. They were you could move them, but they were very like. You couldn't really move them much. Like their legs, like if you rotated them, they'd pop off. <laughs> and yes, I had the Freebirds. That's awesome. Well, yeah, base. We'll have that's you on. I, that's how I knew the song Freebird. I was like, "What do you mean that's a real song?" <laughs> well, like, I didn't. I, I didn't know. I didn't know the Freebird song was like Leonard Skinner. I thought it was a wrestling song. I didn't know Rocket was a real song by Def Leppard until <laughs> Flying Brian Pillman came out to it. <laughs> But enough wrestling talk. I don't want to get too much wrestling talk. But that, if you want to listen to wrestling, go over there. And now another new podcast we just released, me, Bass, and our boy Roker, The Slob Show. Now, this is getting some of the greatest reviews in podcast history already. Honestly, it is, it's huge on, its own, on one episode. It has a lot of listens already, and, and people love it. So we will have more episodes of that. This podcast will never go away. People are like, are these other podcasts replacing this one? The answer, no. This is the main podcast. This is the mothership. And then there's spinoffs like The Simpsons, right? They had spinoffs like Futurama. American, yeah. uh, a Family Guy had had a lot of spinoffs. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Show, American show. Dad. Uh, wait, wait, is the Slob Show the Cleveland Show because we added Roker? <laughs> no, I, I think well, Cleveland Show got canceled. So I'm going to say the Slob Show is American Dad. Okay, I, I'm now that. Just because I don't want to be canceled. Well, we can't. Who's going to cancel? I was going to say if we if a podcast gets canceled and we're all doing it for free, it's really going wrong. <laughs> That's the beauty about podcasting is that no one can ever cancel you. No, you just keep doing it. Even even things that suck. I don't think the stuff we do we do sucks. But even if it sucked, no one could say anything. It's like no, no. one can. No one can, like when we were on the Howard Stern channel, you get people. Fuck you guys! Eat a dick! And, and, and you ever notice everyone who hated us on the Stern channels all wanted to do radio shows? That was like their main gripe yeah, because they would they would say you guys suck, you guys don't belong it. Then they then the next two would be, Hey Howard, give me a show. <laughs> well, the worst was like Marianne from Brooklyn and Captain Jenks. They both would hit me up um, and talk smack. And then if they'd say, Why don't we have shows? We should be. But it's like, Hey, you guys aren't going to have a show anyway. If, if you're begging and saying anywhere, if you're going anywhere and telling people that they shouldn't be on somewhere because you should have that, you should. You're, you weren't going to have it anyway. It's like the guys who nope. complain when, why is, why is that dodo bird with her? She's too hot for him. Well, she's not going to be with you anyway. It's like, who, yep. do you, who do you want this attractive girl to be with? She, she's already met you and decided, no, I'll decide somebody else. <laughs> exactly. You're the one who it's drives like, her it's everywhere. Not like she was, it's not like Howard went, oh, that's right. You guys are around. I should have just gotten you on here. <laughs> no, already, he already knows who you are and said, I don't think he'd be a good idea for a show. He's known you for 20 years and he never put you on. Nope. He and never he met us ever and put us on. If you wanted to. 
Yeah. But, you know, the guys who complain, aren't you ha- I'm happy for a friend of mine if he has a really good-looking girlfriend. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, what's with that, like, oh, he doesn't deserve her? If, like, even, like, actors were, like, people are mad that Pete Davidson's with these hot women. Why? Hey, hey, you're not picking up Ariana Grande, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not scooping that one up. It's like, who do they want? Do they want every girl to be with Zac Efron or something? Uh, it doesn't make you feel better if they lost out to him rather than Pete Davidson. Exactly. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Channing Tatum, that's fine. I, 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 I can't beat that guy. But Pete Davidson, <laughs> I'm better looking than that guy. <laughs> yeah. So they think like, oh, well, if she's with Pete, she should be with me. But you're probably, if you think Pete Davidson's ugly... You're probably six to seven layers under him. Although, Abe, if I ever do hear like of Chris Elliott banging like a hot model, then I'm going to be like, okay, that one I think I missed out on. <laughs> but even Chris Elliott, it's like, I'm very happy for Chris Elliott. He has some kind of skill that's getting him that girl, right? No, but Abe, I kind of look like that guy. So, yes, I missed out on that. But I still think you're a few tiers below Chris Elliott, I'm saying. That's a little rough, but okay. But anyone, if you're, just think about it. Any guy that you're looking at, that you're like, oh, well, I look better than that person, you probably don't. Like, if I am if I think I'm better than this guy, like, we probably don't look better than Pete Davidson. There's probably no. something about him that, that, that obviously women like, right? Yeah. So, let's let's relax. Be happy. Be happy for your brothers. And sisters, whatever. But let's get back to this podcast space, because the power of this podcast, probably one of the most powerful podcasts ever, because... All right, all right, Donald Trump, where are we going with this? Listen, they've done some work on this podcast. They got me unblocked by Hulk Hogan, okay? (laughs) I was blocked by a guy named Chuck Swirsky. (laughs) Now, we mentioned this on the podcast. We said that... We need everyone, not everyone. I said, if you want, send him a quick tweet. Just say, hey, you made a mistake blocking Abe Cannon. I don't think you used the words, if you want. It was, guys, <laughs> I need your help. I'm calling on I'm calling on all arms, all hands on deck. <laughs> it wasn't, if you have the moment to spare. <laughs> You called for the legions. So, <laughs> so a bunch of people sent. Well, so I told people to tweet Chuck Swirsky and tell him, "Hey, you know, you should unblock Abe, and you probably also owe him a full apology." Because I, I wouldn't have to get back into this, but last podcast I mentioned that Stacy King accidentally tweeted out Chuck Swirsky's phone number. I noticed it. I did the right thing, and I sent him a tweet. I said, hey, Stacey King accidentally sent out your number. And then he said, what? And I said, yeah. And then he blocked. No, 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 no. You already lost over a major detail. You didn't send him a tweet. You called him. Why didn't you just tweet him? Why did you call him? Okay, first of all, I called the number because I was like, is this really his number? I thought it was a joke, right? And he answered the phone like a molester. You said there was a picture of his business card. Why would it be fake? You know, sometimes you see something and you think like it's some kind of joke. Like I thought Stacey King might be playing some kind of joke. I was pretty sure it was his right number. It was just like a spur of the moment thing. I called him. He answered the phone like someone on To Catch a Predator. Like this. Huh? 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 Like, hey, Chuck, uh, <laughs> Stacey King just tweeted out your number. And he's like, oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and he just hung up. So he get, he he had no idea that I was the same guy that tweeted him that called him. No way. There's no way he could have known that. So anyways. I do like I do like the way that Stacey King acted all cool and funny with you. And Chuck Swirsky's reaction was to block you on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And then I wrote to Stacey. I'm like, hey, uh, Neil uh, just blocked. Or not Neil. Chuck just blocked me. And then Stacey said, yo, he just did you like Matumbo. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to have to do him the way MJ did Matumbo that. <laughs> so anyways. Long story longer, I guess. Uh, I just like that. I just like that. He, instead of Stacy coming to your defense, he just decided to talk shit. 
<laughs> like he didn't even care. Like, and no. no, honestly though, should Stacey King care about having uh, uh, Chuck Swirsky unblock me on Twitter? No. So, so you know, as the podcast rolls out, I start noticing all these tweets with me tagged that say, "Hey, Chuck, I think you made a huge mistake blocking Abe Cannon." Uh, you need to, you need to unblock him and give him a full apology. <laughs> God. So so okay. So I start seeing these come in. Then I notice that Chuck Swirsky unblocked me. Okay. That, <laughs> then they keep coming in, keep coming in. Then he starts following me on Twitter. So I went from being blocked to now being followed by Chuck Swirsky because of these listeners. <laughs> then after like. A bunch more where they're like, hey, you owe Abe Cannon a full apology. <laughs> then he actually wrote back to someone and wrote, I'm I'm no longer blocking him. The poor guy has to probably go to the next. Every time someone listens to that podcast, they're going to send him a, a tweet now. So there's a list. Remember we said that you don't want to be on this list of people that currently block me? R. Kelly and mm-hmm. Tito Ortiz. Now, Hulk Hogan was on that list. He did the right thing, of course. You guys went to... Uh, how, how crazy is it that... These listeners got to the Hulkster. I mean, I, I understand why they got to Chuck Swirsky. It's not that hard. He was probably shocked to receive like multiple tweets. Hulk Hogan gets lots of tweets, and they got to him where he unblocked me. There is one other celebrity or whatever that blocks me. Part of me wants to say it, but I really I, I don't care enough to say it. I don't even want to be unblocked by him, so I'm not going to mention who he is. Then why even hint at it? Because I think maybe eventually I'll do it. It's still I, I don't want to put people to work again. <laughs> Can you give us a, a hint? It's, it's a guy that we had on the old serious show who he was one of the people involved in doing a reality show with me. Do you remember that guy? Don't say the name. Yes. Remember I had that idea, I had like I had some people in yeah, mind, like yeah, like my boy Vin Ar- my boy Vin Armani, my boy DDP, who I'm still cool with both of them. He was um, a fighter, yeah. The, not this guy that I'm speaking on. Yeah. So he blocked me because I think he blocked me because of that. Like maybe I got him too hyped up on it and then nothing happened with it, of course, because as you know, most of my ideas nothing happened. <laughs> like base what what did you say, Base? I'll, I'll have an idea. What did you say? I'm like an idea sweatshop or something. Yes, there's a two week. There's a two week give to it. It will come up with an idea, and he will run hard for two weeks. <laughs> and then, just like a cat, something else will be waved in his face, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Like these two new podcasts, I came up. Like if you if you heard the beginning of this podcast, Sam was going crazy. About just like me going from, hey, do you want to do a wrestling podcast to like, hey, do you want to record it in 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, base, how many things have I lumped you into? I'm like, hey, base, I have this idea. Yeah, not bad. And I'm like, okay, you want to do it tomorrow? <laughs> like the slob show, our other podcast. I mean, yeah, but usually I'm like, all right, I'm in. And then a couple of weeks later, like, nah, I just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> all right. Oh, let me, can't wait for the next idea. I'm like, uh, no, nah, I'm just going to uh, go to Maxwell Street instead. <laughs> and the best part is that once you do come up with this idea, if I say, well, I'm not sure if I like that name, then you go, all right, then you're out. Oh, I'm going to replace you. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even commit to anything yet. How am I out? You're out. <laughs> the train the train's gonna move without you no, no, no. the I, train i didn't say you're out i said well if you don't want to be involved that's fine just let me know I like, I no i'm in i just don't know if i like that <laughs> name but i'm in well that's that's the concept here that you're there and you're out <laughs> okay i guess i'm in you have a way of selling it <laughs> what kind of selling job is that uh, you're either in or not. It's over. <laughs> Although I will say this, because you got us on Sirius and you got us on Howard Stern, there's no reason not to believe that it could actually be something when you put your mind to it. That is but true. Then like, but then when you pull the rug on it, you're like, oh, I should have known. <laughs> yeah, because I've had some triumphs, but I've had a lot of falls also with these yeah, ideas the I bring to you. Like, the tr- that one triumph was awesome. Yeah, that was the, the best, 
moments of my broadcasting career, and that will forever make me go, all right, I'm in. <laughs> no matter how far-fetched and strange it is. <laughs> like, at one point, you and I talked about doing a sub-television show. Wait, don't, yeah, don't ruin that. I'm still doing that. Okay, well, I haven't heard anything about it. The only thing I heard was that you and Roker were talking about how fat we are for an hour. No, no, that that's the slob show. This is a different show that you and I are doing, the sub show. <laughs> All right, well, let me know when we start filming on that. Well, first I need a camera guy. I, I need someone to film, do all the editing, and everything else. I thought we had a guy. Eh, I guess. Maybe. I mean, there's people I know who know how to do that thing. But wouldn't we rather have a partner? Like, not someone that we're paying, but a partner who's in it with us? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we don't have to pay anyone. <laughs> so we don't have to pay anybody. So they're just yeah. down and, and help us sell our shit. And they go away when a big TV network picks it up instead. Would you live life this way, base? Would you, if someone, if there was like a millionaire who let you live in their guest house, um, you're basically like, okay, how about this? Well, let me use me as an example. Let's say I win the lottery tonight because I'm playing tonight, right? And I said, base, your job is to uh, hang out with me. I'm going to let you live in the guest house. I'm flying private planes everywhere. Uh, the only rule is you can't have sex with my girlfriend, right? That's the one rule, right? Would if how how would you break that one rule if you had it all like that? Well, first of all, I wouldn't be capable of doing that. No, but let's say you were. I'm not. I'm not mano. I don't just swoop in like that. <laughs> With that dude, you'd have to put a bell on. With me, you, you're pretty much, within the first 15 <laughs> seconds, I would have shot myself in the foot with that girl. So even if I did want to try to hit it, I wouldn't be able to get that. But, but here's my point. How did Kylie Jenner's best friend break the only rule? She's some loser who got to, like, she was on private jets. And the one rule is you can't have sex with Tristan Thompson. Because all he does is, like, yo, yo, let me get a pee. Yo, 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 I want to get wet. <laughs> Yo, let me get my dick wet. Yo, let me get my tip in. Let me get the tip in. Yo, can I get the tip in? That's all he does all day. Well, maybe she didn't know that was the rule. Yeah. Because she, she probably saw everyone else making out with him at the party, including including say. Kylie's mother. Including Kylie. <laughs> you, you know, there's nothing worse than being with the ugly sister, though, right? Like, you, you're with Chloe. Who's had tons of work done, but still, out of all of them, she's still at the bottom rung, right? Yeah, but still, that's if you're Tristan Thompson, that's just retirement plan. Yeah, I mean, he has a good contract, but he really, she has like way, like maybe a hundred million dollars. I was like, Kardashian money is way better than Cleveland Cavalier and Tristan Thompson money. Yeah, but he's so that LeBron James had to hold out an extra week for. <laughs> but the one rule. Don't have sex with Tristan Thompson, and she did it. That must be, he must have some. He must have a giant dick. Of course he does. So what? <laughs> Yo, Chloe, you know every and, and Chloe always takes him back. Here's the thing about Chloe, right? You feel bad for her, right? You know, you feel bad for anyone that gets cheated on. But then the minute she takes him back, she'll always post a picture with him grabbing her ass, and she has like her tongue in his mouth, and she'll write cool. hashtag mind your own business, hashtag family, hashtag family first, right? So she's like lashing out at everyone, telling them you can't judge this relationship. Don't you dare judge Tristan, right? That's what she does. That's what she does after she takes him back. Now, she dumped him again, right? Because obviously the girl who lives with Kylie can't be making out with her her kid's dad, who's supposed to be her boyfriend. But I don't feel bad for either of them because Chloe's a moron. I mean, how many times you can get burnt by NBA players? doing cocaine off a hooker's ass, waiting for Chloe to recognize that he's still alive. (laughs) And she just hopped on the next seven-foot-tall black guy in the NBA. See, that's the problem is that she, she'll just be with any NBA player. It's like the rules are you have to be a black guy, seven foot, humongous dick. <laughs> and you, don't, you don't even have to be good. I mean, Chris, nobody even knew who Chris Humphreys was. Well, that was so Kim. Kim was with him. him. But Chloe was with James Harden for a while. Well, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And before him, she was with some loser on the, I think he was on the Timberwolves or something. And then she got Lamar Odom, who was on his way out. Like, Remember when she started with the Russell Butler with the Bulls back when she was real fat? 
Oh, is that who it was? Okay, was he on the was he on ten, uh, uh, the Timber or Minnesota at some point? It was like this was before Lamar Odom. I mean, it was, this is like when the show first came out, and she was like, "Yeah, he was on the Timber." Obvious. Episode. It was obvious she was the uh, the fat girl from Wilson Phillips. Like it was notable. <laughs> like you snagged Rasul Butler, and you know she does sick shit. Like she's super dirty. She'll do anything. Oh yeah, she's like, the Kardashian that'll let, that'll let you glass table her and everything. And you know Lamar Odom's main move is like rim jobs. Like, yo, girl, get to work, eat ass. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And it's always right after practice too. And she's, you know, she's like, she doesn't like the taste, but she does it because she feels like she has of to. Course. Tristan Thompson's like huge, good looking dude. Probably like you said, at least what, 14, 17 inch penis. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she probably feels like she's not good enough to be with him. So that allows him to just be a complete scumbag. I know. For some reason, when it comes to guys, they forget their empire. They forget what? That they're part of an empire. Oh, the Kardashian empire? Yeah. It's like you guys can do anything and you guys can make anybody a million bucks. But yeah, when it comes to dudes, you just lay down. Yeah, it's crazy. But that girl, though, man, she had the golden ticket. She, all she had to do was like probably babysit Kylie's daughter, who what the father of her kid is what, Travis Scott? Yeah. And she was with Tyga. And I think Travis Scott and Tyga both have babies with, like, Rob's girlfriend or something. Black China. And then Black China now is with Soldier Boy. It's like, <laughs> like what the, what's going on? Honestly. But but here's the thing. You're that girl with, you know, the other humongous penises she could have had? Like, she could have had, like, um, you know, uh, someone someone like Kevin Garnett or something. Like, yo, yo, what's so short? What was I'd have to try that hard, right? You, you, let me do it. You be, you be Jordan. I'll be Tristan. Her name's Jordan, the girl. Hi, Tristan. You, just a tip. What's that? You tip wet. Tip drill. Oh, tip yeah, drill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, come on. Yo, he's probably just, yo, what's up, girl? Yeah, come on. And he starts, he's, he, he, you ever see that move where they creep up, uh, at a club, like guys will creep up on a girl and as they're talking to him, they start making out with them. It'll be like this. Yes. Yeah. So what's up? <laughs> no, no. First, he does the. Uh, he's in a uh, basketball, like the jogging pants, and he does the rub up move where, he's, <laughs> where they're at, like where they're at, like a buffet, and he like goes to move around her to like get the potatoes, and he just rubs his like nineteen inch penis on her ass, and, and it's always hard for some reason. It just gives her. It just gives her the look. She's and that's like, it. Hmm. And, you, and you know he, he he's so arrogant that he would make out with this girl. Who's his 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 girlfriend's sister's best friend right in front of everyone? Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't do it, and then he denied it too when everyone and saw. Here's the deal, and here's the deal. That dude's gonna be banging Chloe next week. Oh, he probably banged her that night because he's 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 never gonna go away because he's now the father. Yeah, so anytime he's in town, he'll like at he, least hit it. He he broke the backboard. Yo, can do that. Yo. That dude's never going away. He's there's no. He has to clean up that mess for the rest of his life. The problem is though, he's not going to get any. Well, I guess he could. It's going to be hard for him to get money, but he'll always have he's not, he's the not connection. Married. Yeah. Yo, Chloe, you going to do that for me? Yo, yeah, yo, Chloe, yo, you know I'm in LA for one night and I want to spend it with you. Yeah. So, so Tristan wants to spend his only night in LA with me. Can you believe it? I can't believe he would spend his one night with me. <laughs> yes, you're gonna be doing do that for me. You're gonna put me up at the Roosevelt, and then you gotta pull. You got and you gotta leave at eleven, right? Yeah, cause you got that <laughs> shoe. All right, yo, come on through there. Come on through to eleven. That's when Jordan's coming over. Who? I mean, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> yo, you gonna do that for me? You gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here, here's a question that I had for you, base. Why do all hipsters? feel like they have to like Elvis Costello. What's that? If you ever talk to a hipster about what music they like, it's always like, uh, yeah, the Dingleberries, uh, the, and then they'll name all these bands you never heard of, and then they'll say uh, Elvis Costello, uh, the Grapefruit uh, Tragedy. Like, but Elvis Costello is always on their list. I agree. Why? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you a single song of his. Because he looks like the original hipster, that's why. That, like, that's like it, the, right? He's like the founding father of what a hipster looks like. Uh, so I like 
Spider Monkeys, Raspberries, uh, Grapefruit Tragedy, Dingleberries, Elvis Costello, uh, the Board Pains, uh, the wall, wall, wall wooden, <laughs> the wooden walls. <laughs> it's also the way people react to like Kevin Smith. I think that guy gets way more credit than he deserves to ever have. Yeah, that's I, I agree with that. Like the movie Clerks was okay. Jay and Silent Bob, it's okay. No, I I, 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 I like Clerks a lot. Okay. When I was in high school, I loved Mallrats. Chasing Amy's okay, um, and then everything after that is garbage. <laughs> yeah, but he walked, but he walks around like he's freaking cocky as shit. Yeah, and remember the time we met him when he was on the radio station? He was like, he, he was, was smoking, smoking a cigarette, even though we were like, "Hey, dude." Can you just put the cigarette out? Oh, I can't smoke in here? <laughs> it's pretty stupid. <laughs> it's, it's just a dumb thing to do. It's not even like, it's, it's rude. Oh, oh, I can't smoke here? That's not a lot? No. No. You can't smoke what? at a radio station in a public building in Chicago. Dip, dip shit. <laughs> <laughs> what other radio studio? Like 300 pounds. He just looks ridiculous. What other studio were you allowed to smoke in? Like, he just pulls out exactly. cigarettes and starts smoking it. And then everyone just lets him do it. Like, if, if like, Joe Pesci walked in and, and I was recording, there's no way I'd tell him to put out a cigarette, ever. But you're not you're not Joe Pesci. I was going to say, <laughs> you make, Kevin Smith makes good fellas, I'll give him that cigarette. You make mall rats, you can't even, <laughs> you can't even smoke a candy cigar in there. I wouldn't even be happy if you smelled like a smoked brisket, let alone a cigarette. Which he also smelled like, too. <laughs> no, at five in the morning, you smell like a bunch of McMuffins. <laughs> when I when I ask you, what's up, what's your normal response? Do you what just say, do? Yeah, you'll say what, but you say that like because you're making fun of Erlacher, right? Yeah. What I'm doing. Okay. But no, not not me. I mean, if you if someone just says, what's up, base, what, what do you say? What's up, man? Yeah. You know what my least favorite response is? Here, ask me what's up. What up, babe? Chillin'. Why do people say chillin'? A lot of people say that. What's up, man? Chillin'. Like, do you have to say chillin'? And what does that mean anyway? Are are you chillin'? Because the, the, the one I didn't like is when I would be at the uh, whatever when I'd go to the press box to be a game, and I would see like TV reporters, like dudes that were putting on the face, if you will. And I'm like, oh hey, what's up, man? How you be? He goes, oh, you know me. I can't call it. <laughs> what does that mean? I can't call it. Yeah. You made I can't word, call it. You made the easiest question harder than it ever needed to be. I can't call it. Yo man, I can't call it. Call it's very what? confusing. That's how you are. <laughs> I'm not asking you to call anything. I'm expecting a hey, good how are you? I think when they say chillin' though, they're trying to be cool. So it's like they heard someone they think is cool say that before. So now they have to say it. Chillin'. Just like people, people pretty much have, I I don't know how this way of talking happens. Do you ever hear people say, now I want you to use that same energy when you're talking to me again? It's like, only, only, only when I'm being directed in a voiceover session, never in real life. No, but they're saying it like in a way that (laughs) like, uh, you know, Amorosa or someone would say, or remember, I love New York. Now, now you're going to talk to me like that. You got to talk to me with that same energy again. You better not talk to me with that same energy. It's the same kind of people who say chillin'. It's like whatever the contemporary way of talking is, they have to say it. But how do you learn the words? And like, is it like they just see whatever Drake is saying and then they yeah, have to really. say it? That's pretty much it. Chillin'. What's up, Drake? Chillin'. I bet, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch a Drake video and I bet he says all the things I hate. What up, Drake? Chillin'. Oh, no, you, you better, yo, so 50 was talking smack. He better use that same energy when he sees me in person. Or whoever came up with the term on fleek needs to go away. <laughs> that literally means nothing. Fleek is not a word. Or what's the other one? They always say, um, what is it? So something stupid like that where the, everyone says. No, they, they, that, shit's, that shit's flame. Oh, flame. Yeah, that's. But that's that's old flame. There's some other ones that people say that are like that. That I. It's like, why do you have to incorporate that in the way you talk? <laughs> How did when they- you were a kid, when you were a kid, was there anything annoying that people would say? Because whenever, like, I don't know, for some reason, when I was a kid in New York, when I, you know, I lived in Long Island for like three years, 
be like, hey, did you check out that wrestling match last night? I'd go, yeah, that was mint. <laughs> it's funny because you'll hear I, I feel like it's like bookies like some guy who works as a bookie now would say that oh she's mint man yeah that's oh, mint man, that's mint <laughs> and whoever whoever came up with the term that's cool beans is very strange <laughs> yo dude so uh yeah so let's go to the game tomorrow night I got extra tickets oh man cool beans yeah wait what yeah, but I feel like that's stuff that like my mom's friends I'd hear them say or something. Oh yeah, if you, if you ever hear somebody say that's far out, you know exactly who you're talking. So to. So you're saying Cool Beans was that generation's flame? Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. It's right there with Groovy. Did you see um, <laughs> the uh, the in memoriam uh, on the Grammys? I, I think his name's Ed Kind from Leonard Skinner. He was on it. I did. Not, I don't remember that, but I did. I did see the memoriam. All right. So we talked about this before, but it's always funny to me. They used to play Freebird, and then the candle would go up for Ronnie Van Zant in the background. They'd light one candle. This last tour they did, when they play Freebird, it's like sixteen candles. Every dead member, and then all the replaced members that also died. So they have like twenty oh, dead God. members, and now another person died in Leonard Skinner. Like how, like how? Why would you join a? Ba- why even call? Why even call Leonard Skinner? I guess you're making money off of this. Why? Well, yeah, exactly. But it's like you know that you're dying. Like, what's that movie where you put the tape in and then you die or whatever? <clears throat> There's some. I don't know if I know that movie. It's, it's some some horror movie where you put a tape in and then like you see something on the screen and you get killed. Or like that movie, The Bird Box, isn't it? Like if you look at someone yeah. in the eye, you die or something. Don't you know that yeah. once you once you join Leonard Skinner, like time's ticking. I will say this. Not to only got you off, but I was watching a Family Guy prior to this podcast, and it was one where they're making fun of the movie Stand by Me, and they started making fun of uh, what rock and roll sounded like. You know, when they're all walking on the train tracks, and they go, "Now <laughs> we go to a song where it's just a guitar riff and Little Richard screaming." And I went, oh, wait a minute. Is Little Richard still alive? And he is. I thought that dude was dead. There's Yeah. like, Shouldn't they be like praising that guy right now? Isn't Chubby Checker still die, alive, too? When he dies, they're going to be like, oh, my God. Good golly, Miss Molly was my jam. Oh, yeah, they will. Chubby like, Checker, Dolly too, Parton right? got a tribute. Little Richard gets nothing? Well, yeah. I, I, he, I think he looks pretty bad, though, these days. Right? Which means, should they be like... Give it that guy, like, his Lifetime Achievement Awards. That way, when he does kick the bucket, they can make him relevant again. So you want to see, like, uh, Post Malone singing Tutti Fruity or whatever? <laughs> Tutti Fruity? Yes. But, but yes, base, I would. Base, you be, you be the guy. Uh, uh, hi, Dan Levy? I understand you play keyboards? Yes. So, uh, as you know, our third keyboard player, uh, Willie Mixon, died. Uh... Uh, a horrible accident. A uh, <laughs> uh, some uh, some uh, ice actually uh, fell off a building and killed him. Uh, we'd like for you to join Leonard Skinner on our one of our final tours. No, thank you. <laughs> that that's the answer everyone should give. If you're Wrong ever number. if you're I ever invited, keyboard is if you're ever invited to join Leonard Skinner, that's the answer. But I'll remind you, check out the two new podcasts, uh, The Slob Show, which Bass is on, and then the uh, Vince Please Steal Our Ideas, the wrestling podcast. I think you'll enjoy both either way. Even if you, it's The Slob Show got all great comments, and then one guy said, hey, I'm a diehard listener to the, the regular podcast, and this podcast almost made me puke. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just like the way we're talking about disgusting food and stuff. On the slob show, I've yet to hear anybody say anything negative about it. That's interesting. I mean, it wasn't like negative. He was just like joking, like saying, "Oh, it made me puke." Say, the way you guys eat. If he's a fan of this podcast, there's no way that podcast. Makes <laughs> <me wanna puke. laughs> but anyways, check out those podcasts, and we'll be back with a new episode of this one soon. Also, we will holler next week. See you guys. But wait, base. There's more. We were just about to end the podcast, or we did end the podcast. Full disclosure, we recorded the podcast last night, mm-hmm. which was, what, the 21st, and now, I, I didn't want to release it because I released that wrestling podcast last night, 
But it works out favorably for us, base, because I'm about to post the podcast now, and what just breaks? Robert Kraft, the the owner of the New England Patriots, arrested with solicitation of prostitution. What? Billionaires messing around hookers. That never happens in real life. But here's the thing. Why wouldn't you go out and get like a professional escort like our girl Arden Moon or one of our boy Vin Armani's girls? Because I'm telling you, man, when you're a billionaire and life is like no lot, like that guy's got no more stress in life. The minute you hit a billion dollars in life, there's not a lot of stresses. You own a, you own the Patriots. You wake up every morning knowing that your great, great, great grandkids are going to be set for life. You need the thrill, man. He needs a rush. So why not go to the the worst areas of the world and possibly pick up an STD for the heck of it? <laughs> I mean, when you're that old, like, here's here was the first red flag with Robert Kraft. The minute his wife died, he was, remember that video that came out with him and his, like, 19-year-old girlfriend practicing yes. scenes for some movie she was trying to get into? Yes. So, I mean, that that pretty much said it all, right? Which is interesting because a guy like that doesn't even need hookers. I mean, the next Anna Nicole Smith is literally outside his door. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those kind of girls are not... You have just as quality looking of a girl waiting outside of your house, waiting for you to go, I'm finally over my wife. Rather than going <laughs> to some dark, weird alley and try to pick up, like, a hooker knowing that there's a cop probably around the corner. You know what? You convinced me w- with what you said when we started this conversation. You're right. It's just about that thrill because there's absolutely no other reason he could set up a hooker ring with his rich because billionaires have hooker rings, right? But oh yeah, they're high priced and they're quiet. This was like a fifty nine dollar hooker. It said he went to this. <laughs> someone took it. <laughs> and usually, and usually that stuff doesn't really happen in America. Usually, those guys go to like Brazil and do like in the movie Taken, where like. They're all in, like, private booths, and a girl is, like, pole dancing, and they all just secret auction, like, $100,000 on that girl, and they own her. Like, it doesn't happen in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I'll never understand why a guy like him would do that. Why would you take that risk? Because he needs to feel life, man. That guy will never, ever be in a position where, like, he wakes up tomorrow and all of his money is gone, and he has to sell all of his stuff. Like, if he plays life correctly... He can pretty much just, I mean, he could probably find a way to live to 300 years old. It's you know kind of I mean? like, you, you saw Behind the Candelabra, right? The Liberace movie? No, I never did see it, but I, I, I heard good things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Highly. Uh, he, so he would go to these, like, glory hole places. A glory hole is where you stick your penis in a hole and then just some random guy uh, I'm sucks pretty, it. I'm pretty sure that's a reference that you don't need to explain. You never know. You, I think you do have to explain things sometimes. People hey, have no we idea. Live, we live. We live in a day where you can easily Google as this podcast continues. Go ahead. I know, but I'd rather just explain it just to make everything easy. But so Liberace would go to these glory holes and get serviced by these random guys, and he'd always be all messy, like, "Hey, take me to the glory holes." So I think I think you're right. I think I think it's just about being, and, and they they get a rush, right? Like Tiger Woods when he was banging all those prostitutes and and uh, or yeah. not prostitutes, all the porn stars. Like he just got a rush from it. Robert Kraft there needs is. to live. He just won another Super Bowl, and that's not enough for him. No, he's not I mean, living large yeah. enough. Yeah, everything in life, that guy is like magnified. You're, you're you're the owner of the Patriots. You're a multi multi billionaire. You could do whatever you want. Your best friends are the president of the United States. I mean, life. I mean, you can literally do anything you want to in this world. But you'd much rather dip your stick in a uh, in a, in a sewage pod and see what comes out of it. Well, jail time. That should that should wake you up pretty good. <laughs> and you know what? When that guy goes to prison, his jail is going to be better looking than your my house and your house. Oh, he's not going to prison. That's a Even slap. If he on- does. No. Even if he does, it's going to be like on Goodfellas where he's. Where he's come get steaks and bottles of wine and scotch. And, all right, now he can eat. <laughs> not only is he not going to prison, but he should not be in prison. He, I mean, come on. Let's be real. Well, if, it, if it's trafficking, if he's involved in a trafficking ring where they're freaking, where they're, they're kidnapping chicks or doing something of that nature, that, that yes, he should go to jail. But if he's just banging hookers at random places, then I don't think he should be. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, if it's an underage, yeah, if it's underage hooker, yeah, that's one thing. But if he's just going into one of those massage, is, is it, was it a massage place or what was it? I believe it was a massage place. But he's paying $59, okay? I've always said, Abe, I always find out about these massage places too late. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, man, there's a place in Chinatown that got busted. I'm like, there's one in Chinatown? There's one. There's like 500. Well, I'll go out the last to find out. <laughs> I actually know of some pretty, some people that are known in Chicago that, that go to those places. I won't say I who they are. But they don't, uh, oh, wait, you probably Chicago. know the same people because I told you. <laughs> and we've had radio shows on it before. Yeah, yeah, but we we won't mention those people. But I, you shouldn't. Number one, prostitution should be legal. Now, underage—that's disgusting. That's when you should go to jail. So if he's banging, Agreed. if he has like a sixteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old girl doing stuff to him, that's sick. Now, if yeah. it's just normal uh, prostitution, who cares? Robert Kraft. I agree. They're going to be I doing agree. it anyway. Now, if, if but again, but again, a guy who's like a billionaire could be getting like. The top of the top hookers, man. I mean, that guy could be getting women that are that are real pros. They're like supermodel quality. Oh yeah, that, that's the problem. So he must like something about that dirty room, like being treated like shit. Mister Kraft, Mister Kraft, lay on bed. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Mister Kraft, this is butt plug. No, he, he and he doesn't go. By, I'm sure he goes. Hi, I'm Larry. Yeah, Larry. I'm Larry. Uh, Draft, I'm Larry. Charles, I'm Charles Larry Charles Draft. <laughs> Mister Mister Kraft, take off pants. I meet you in Rome. <laughs> no, 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 not Kraft. Draft, Larry Draft. You're not Robert Kraft, on the Patriots. <laughs> no, 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 Larry Draft. But you're on Sports Center as you walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that you holding Lombardi Trophy? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> then why you have Super Bowl ring on finger? Oh, uh, that's that's a butt plug. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, all right. Well, I just wanted to co- make sure we covered that on the podcast space. All right. Now we can fill this bad boy up. Yeah. All right. We'll holler. Later. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.